Hey, you. Are you a business owner? Are you tired of the same old look and feel of your organization? Well, maybe it's time your business had a makeover. That's right. Whether it's a new or refreshed logo, business cards, publications, or any other digital design, we know the place. Danny LaRosa Design. Let me repeat that. Danny LaRosa Design. Danny's up to the task, whether it's big or small. She's fully qualified in visual communications and vastly experienced across Australia and abroad. We've used Danny LaRosa Design, and let's just say the customer comes first. You won't be persuaded or pushed into a certain direction, but at the same time, if you're looking for inspiration, she's the person you need to contact. Let her brainstorm with you to get the perfect product and outcome for, that you're looking for. Stand out from the crowd. Don't be afraid of change. New is good. Danny LaRosa Design. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram, and her handle is at Danny LaRosa Design, or one word. Website is www.dannylarosadesign.com. Make the change today. What the hell are you waiting for? Hi, hey, hello. Good day. Sam, how are you? Yeah, excellent. Yourself? Not too bad, not too bad. Today, we'll be talking about the Australian bushfires, climate change and global warming. Now, just before we uh, say what's going on in this episode, I'd just like to put things in perspective that we're all dealing with the coronavirus pandemic at the moment. And so let's not forget what we've just overcome here in Australia. And that was the devastating bushfires, lots of lives and homes being destroyed. So we thought, why not just talk about something that was of significant relevance to us at the start of the year and, and late last year? and also the effects of that via or indirectly through global warming and climate change. It's a really good episode we've got for you. Sam? Yeah, it's um, yeah, obviously it was dev- a devastating uh, situation um, earlier in the year and at the end of um, 2019. So, yeah, the, Australia, you know, we've been through a lot, so it's, uh, it's good to, um, you know, go back and, and uh, have a look at you know maybe what some of the causes and whatnot uh, were of the of the bushfires um you know and get uh, into some facts and and figures of um the whole situation and and global warming and, and climate change so yeah um it's a really interesting interesting topic so yeah keen to get into this one again today that's it and we, if anything of that is to to go by stay positive I mean we've overcome a lot of obstacles in in the history of humanity. Um, through you know tidal waves and monsoons and, and bushfires but we've always overcome these hurdles so this coronavirus we're going to overcome that to stay positive and just before we get started please follow us on instagram and twitter our handle is at turnstones pod at turnstones pod let's get started so today we're going to talk about global warming, climate change, and everything in between in regards to those matters. But first and foremost, I think just right now, it's quite relevant to talk about the Australian bushfires. I think they go hand in hand in today's conversations. So I'd just like to say, firstly, that how devastating these bushfires have been. A lot of people don't appreciate the amount of land that's been burnt, the amount of houses lost, and even lives 
as well. Definitely. So, I mean, if you're not from Australia, you just don't appreciate how much land it's actually covered. It's quite ridiculous. And I'm guessing that there's reasons and, and people are pointing the fingers, rightly or wrongly so, not too sure about that. There's a lot of political debates, but if you just, you know, take everything aside, let's just put the bloody fires out first, eh? Before we can start, you know, blaming who and what. That's right. Let's yeah. just put them out first. Then we'll worry about playing the blame game. Sam, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, as you, as you said, uh, Terry, um, there's been a, you know, a large amount of land uh, damaged and burnt in, in the Australian bushfires, around 10 million hectares uh, at the moment, currently it stands, um, of you know, bushland and forest and parks that have, that have copped the uh, brunt of that fire. So you said 10 million hectares, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the last time I checked, right, and I think there was actually a news update around mid-January that at that point with the bushfires, it covered the amount of land, and it was an American show that I was watching. Mm-hmm. To put it in perspective for those American viewers, it actually covered all of New York State, yeah, yeah, yep, Pennsylvania, Washington, and was seeping into a bit of Massachusetts and Connecticut, which is some northern states just above New York. Yep. And it, so it covered like three or four states in America. And, yeah, and definitely. that sort of raised the eyebrows then and there of how significant they were. Yeah. Because, I mean, put it this way, it's not nice to say, but Australia get bushfires every year. Oh, definitely. We and, you know, as an Australian, true blue, you, you hear it every year, every summer. Oh, yeah, it's just another bushfire. You know, someone loses their house. Look, yeah, yeah. it's devastating for them, but it's just part and parcel of living in, you know, the, the great continent that we live on. Yeah, well, exactly But this right. was different. This was significant. This was massive. Well, yeah, as it stands, about 30 people have lost their lives. I think, you know, it's obviously one of the worst on, on record. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it's just been devastating. It's spread throughout, what, New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia. Um, and, yeah, it has had an impact on... A lot of people within those states. Yes. There's also been some in WA as well. Yeah. Which is the other side of the country. Yeah. It's not like they've all linked up or joined. No, no. That's why I think saying this and bringing this up on the topic that we're discussing today being climate change slash global warming is probably appropriate. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Because I don't think it's down to one particular arsonist or an electrical fault. There's there's other things at play. Oh yeah, well you'd have to look into the other issues uh, uh, of you know what causes a bushfire. But I mean yeah. they did say that uh, you know lightning and and humans are also to to blame. But yes. at the same time, um, you know you got a lot of people pointing fingers at uh, at global warming, climate change, and those kind of matters. Um, Do you subscribe to those rumors and innuendo? Oh well, I, I, you know, it could be a factor. It's I don't think it's a cause, as such. But I mean, not a direct cause. No, I think it's, it doesn't help the situation when there's a, a lot of dry land and it's been a, a hot, uh, a hot year so far. Um, but do you think it's a key contributor? I mean, I I wouldn't say. I don't think it's a key contributor. But I mean, we we just don't have enough evidence to suggest that it is yet. Um, obviously. 
people are saying you know the average temperatures are rising um and at the highest that they've been and it's correct like you know in australia it's um or the, the average temperature back in 1859 i think it's the earliest on record the average temperature for that year was around 21.4 degrees and 2019 was 24 degrees so i mean it's it's obviously it's it's not a false statement that it's there is up. a positive correlation of warming between yes, yeah, 1859 no and these current day records yeah definitely yeah yeah and or throughout the country there's been a similar trend with temperatures but i mean we've got what 160 years roughly of of data of weather data in australia is it data or data <laughs> how do you say it depends where you're from okay i where say you data from? south australia okay <laughs> data um yeah so i mean yeah so, the, the scientists say that the the earth's what 4.5 billion years old or something around that ballpark figure mm. and to have give a or take yeah a couple give, of bill. well yeah it's immaterial in our world um but i mean yeah it's a pretty small sample to have 160 years out of the 4.5 billion um if you convert that to percentages it's very very low so oh, absolutely i'm not sure we have enough um data on record to to really come to a conclusion that it's specifically the issue right now it could have been the issue in the past i don't know it could be a cycle who knows so you don't think it's the cause of the bushfires you don't think it's a key contributor but there's got to be some part to play I mean, oh, how, fact, how, did, how did we get all these dry shrubs i mean i i appreciate that australia is a very vast continent we Throughout different parts of Australia, in the one day, some locations can have storms, some can have floods. Then in other parts of the country, we could have droughts. We could have, you know, forty degree days. Yep, that's this yeah. country on any given day can have four seasons in different parts, depending oh, on no where you doubt. are. That's what and makes Australia so unique, I guess. Absolutely, mm. the place to be. And if you're not here, get here. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I do agree with what you've had to say about that and yeah. that the sample size that we do have yeah, through records pretty... is so immaterial, it's not even funny. Yeah, I mean, we're not here to, to, you know, well, we're here to give an opinion, I guess, but we're not going to be able to decide whether it, it definitely is a factor. Are you entitled or, to your opinion? Oh, I think everyone in this country and on this earth should be entitled to an opinion. You're a lucky boy. <laughs> Some countries, you don't have that freedom to voice that opinion. Well, and here we are on such a great platform, thanks to those behind the scenes making this happen, by the way. <laughs> such a great platform, and you're able to voice it. That's right, yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. Just be grateful for that. Yeah, I am, always. Um, anyway, I think we're getting a bit off topic there. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, getting the importance out. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, once a once a bushfire has started, I mean, they can also cause their oh, or they can also have their own weather system within that um, bushfire. Apparently, so I mean, you know, if there's a bushfire, can can uh, result in some sun thunderstorms, which can then you know obviously spread a bushfire because lightning is gonna hit some trees and some shrub and and cause another fire. So you know, it's sort of a chain reaction sometimes as well. So if it's not global warming slash climate change, then could we have prevented it? Because from what I've hear, heard in the media and 
a few of those uh, commentators out and about that like to voice their opinions as well as us. Um, they've said that this could have been avoided or at least reduced or minimised the effects of how damaging they've been. Yeah, possibly. I, I, and I, then I've heard even that some people have already pointed the finger to the greenies saying, no, let's not do any burn-offs. Let's mm. not um, destroy any vegetation, whether it's you know moist or dry. Well, moist probably not the right word, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure if you have an issue with that word moist, but... <laughs> I mean, it is a great adjective. But yeah, whether it was, it's moist or dry, they did have an issue to destroy any vegetation that was basically unpopulated areas. But it was those like specific areas that had the issue. And that's yep. where a lot of the, I guess, ignition of these fires were at. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's spot on. And that's, it's great fuel for the fire. Mm. All these dry shrubs and... and you know, Australian outback there. Mm, yep. Yeah, that's right. All burning up. And then sooner rather than later, without treating it or minimizing or, you know, having some sort of contingency plan just in case a fire would happen. No, they, they didn't do that because now nah, the politics get in the way. Yeah. Egos get in the way. Oh, let's just, you know, make sure that that dry shrub over there survives. That's you right. You know, we don't want to kill it. It's got feelings. What yeah. a load of shit. <laughs> That's true. The media and also, that it, it, and then it just all just came to the populous areas. Yeah, that's true. And then came to the metropoles. The media probably pushes the uh, climate change um, a lot more than they maybe should. I, I don't know. It's obviously it's not uh, a lie. I think climate change is a thing, but I think they're pointing the fingers too much when it comes to bushfires. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just. Climate change, like I said, it's not... I don't think it's a, a myth. Like some people are saying, nah, it's a myth. It, it does happen. There's there's stats that point to, you know, the, um, the, the global surface temperature obviously rising and, and whatnot. That's, uh, well, it's been, it's been proven along, along, the, uh, along the way. Um, oceans apparently warming as well. And, you know, the uh, ice sheets in... Antarctica and whatnot uh, shrinking and yeah well there's a lot to say that it's 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 a thing mm. just to be exact apparently according to my source at the Natural Resources Defence Council we're actually losing 134 billion metric tons of ice per year since 2002 yeah wow that's how do they measure that yeah I don't know <laughs> what a load of <laughs> shit seriously <laughs> 134 billion metric tons. Yeah. Why metric tons? You can just say tons. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah. We're not using imperial stats. tons. Yeah, some stats are uh, a bit, mm, I don't know. How, yeah. how do you say unbelievable maybe or uh, just pointing in, pointing the finger at something that maybe isn't true. <laughs> but exactly. no, that, I, I think, yeah, most of the, the theories behind the global warming is, is true but and climate change, but... Just to enlighten the listeners out there, I guess let's just really break down and summarize what is global warming slash climate change. I mean, just yes, to really summarize it, to simplify it, it's basically carbon dioxide, CO2, and other air pollutants and greenhouse gases 
but collecting our atmosphere through our own outputs. Um, so they all just get collected up in our atmosphere. Um, they all absorb sunlight, any solar radiation that's bounced off the earth. So obviously when the sun beams on our earth, then it's going to bounce back off as it naturally sometimes does. But the thing is, we've got all these CO2s, we've got all these air pollutants and greenhouse gases that are floating in our atmosphere that are preventing from this heat to escape. Therefore, it's formally known as the greenhouse effect. You know what a greenhouse is? Yeah, that's where you grow tomatoes, don't you? Oh, no, sorry, wrong one. Yeah. No, I don't grow tomatoes, um, just to clarify. <laughs> but yeah, you can grow tomatoes in a greenhouse yeah, because no, it's a controlled sorry. environment. Wrong one. Yeah, but at least with a greenhouse, they have flaps. Yeah, well... And those flaps there, you can open and close whenever you please to control the temperature. Some specific and some uh, specialized greenhouses have gas heaters in the winter, so you can control the temperature there. Unfortunately, we don't have those flaps. We don't have those gas heaters. We don't, no. But yeah, we've got an atmosphere that's just now full of all that CO2 crap that's well, blocking in all this heat. I don't know, though. According like, to this definition. Are, they, are these the same scientists that tell us that there were holes in the ozone layer and that was the cause of global warming at one stage? I'm a bit confused there. I think, uh, yeah, I think some people have some, uh, you know, answers to provide us. It's a bit of, it's a bit of garbage, a bit contradictory so saying yeah, that. What I don't understand is that years ago, we were getting told... Oh, you light fires yeah, or the exhaust, the you know, coming out of our exhaust pipes from our vehicles or, you know, cows farting. <laughs> it's creating all these massive fucking holes in the ozone layer. Yeah, well. And now, apparently, it's the exact opposite. There's no holes. It's too much of a blockage. We're creating like a roof. that The heat can't escape. Yes. If yeah, anything, well. we need ho- holes in this ozone layer. Mm. We need a punch The more the merrier. Yeah. 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 Mm. I, I can't answer the question because... What, what is well, it? I, Are I there holes know. up there or is it... Or is there no holes in the ozone layer hmm. and it's a complete like cloud that's blocking on in all this heat? I can't answer the question. I'm not a scientist and I don't even think the scientists can answer that. Um, well, the, the Natural Resources Defence Council... Yes. The NRDC. They are now of the belief that global warming is essentially the greenhouse effect as i just previously yeah. okay described to you but previously it was a different theory yeah i just yeah i'm not sure I, I don't know i guess who's gonna disprove their theories anyway i mean they're the ones telling us the information do we have mm. do we have anyone else higher that can tell us if they're telling the truth or not if they're you know if their theories are correct i, I don't know I, I mean i can't tell i don't think any regular person off the street us you know People that work in offices can't tell uh, if the, there's a hole in the ozone layer or, if, you know, if the uh, heat's getting trapped. I'm not sure. Oh, God, that's a very tricky question. We might need to contact some uh, specialists in that area, but I honestly don't think there's, a, there's an answer at this stage. No, it, it's still up for debate. And I think, all right, yeah, we've been talking about it since the late 80s. It's still a relatively new topic. Yeah, really. All right, all right. It's been nearly, you know, 40 odd years or whatever since we've started talking about it. Yep. Or thereabouts. But still, it's a new topic and we just still don't know enough about it because we've already changed our definition. Before it was holes in the ozone layer, and which meaning that 
more direct sunlight's coming through. Now it's no holes in the ozone layer. Yeah, it's all about creating this greenhouse effect. Mm, it's crazy. Like, uh, yeah. So we've changed the definition sure. twice in say 40 years. Yeah. So we can't even get the definition right. Mm. I don't even think we know what fucking climate change is. That's Who's to say that this isn't just a cycle? That's right. I think like yeah, uh, we're, we're just as part cycle. of we're part yep. of a heating cycle. We might we might be towards the end, and then it's going to start cooling again. That's right. Then we yeah, might well, start having summers where might be really the best cool. te- like the hottest summer temperature might be like twenty eight yep. degrees Celsius. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's why going back to the. Um, weather data we, we just don't have enough to suggest you know if, if it is um, data or data <laughs> whatever your pronunciation is on data or data um, we don't have enough on record to, to you know prove or disprove these theories I, I don't think it could just be yes a, a massive cycle you know uh, the ice ages did occur once upon a time um, I think but it, has that even been proven I uh, well, I don't what know. evidence I, do we actually have? Are there any footprints or signatures out there to say that an ice age has occurred? Like obviously, well, I've heard it before, so there must be something, but what is it? Well, it's a similar question to global warming. We don't know. And, and climate change, I guess, it's, just, it's probably the same people doing the research into that. I'm not sure. They're doing some good things, those archaeologists. <laughs> but at the same time, it's never definitive. No, that's right. You can right. never get a 100% answer. No. And that's why I can't, I can't understand these people that protest in streets and um, block up traffic. And that really grinds my gears when people, uh, you know, go to those lengths to try to get something out there that, I mean, all right, yeah, you, you believe you want to make a change, you want to save the environment, but uh, that that's not the right way to go about it, I don't think. What, yeah. what are you gaining out of it? Um, why don't you try to make a difference yourself, come up with something you know, that actually makes a difference and does, you know, reduces emissions rather than, you know, just talking and, and you know, telling people, uh, oh, you believe in this, you know, with the government, always blaming the government, um, you know, calling for prime ministers and whatnot to be to be sacked over it. I mean, it's it's taken it pretty far. I think so. But does the government have any incentive not to promote global warming and climate change not to promote it or to promote it or to promote it well i mean you want to be environmentally friendly friendly i mean you want to preserve this beautiful country of australia so well if this country you know becomes extremely polluted air quality um decreases and whatnot well it's going to affect a lot a lot of industries you know tourism and whatnot even you know farming whatever it'll affect a lot of a lot of industries and a lot of people so i actually think the governments can actually and i'm talking worldwide here can capitalize on this opportunity let's just take let's just turn the page in life let's go green let's go eco-friendly let's let's make global warming let's make climate change a thing let's Let's suck everyone in because they can control the media outlets. Oh, right? yeah, no doubt. I think that's... So 100%. suck everyone in, say, yep, it's, it's, it's proven. It's just come up with some garbage that people... Just get a few people that can talk really well, pay off people like um, The Rock, pay off people like George Clooney. Um, everyone will give Cameron Diaz the time of day. Like, Just give <laughs> these sort of like 
types of celebrities, these known people, mm-hmm. pay them off, let them do different advertising, different um, conferences, get the world leaders all together, get them all on the same page, say, yep, it's real, it, it, it's here, we've got to do something about it. Then how about this, just as a devil's advocate perspective on how the government can capitalise. Then what they could do is start only allowing or provide incentives to people that manufacture or purchase or supply eco-friendly products and services. So for example, you buy a Tesla, which is based off electricity, but it's how that electricity is obviously produced. Yes, yeah, that's Um, right. Probably not a good example, maybe say solar panels. Yeah, the government does give incentives for solar panels. Does, that's, yep. That's so, but, but I don't think in every country. That, no, oh, probably not. Australia, no. well, I think South Australia is pretty good yeah. for solar panels. Yes, yeah. Then we're getting to the battery technology and all that other stuff. But provide solar, incentives. Right, yeah. Then tax those other industries. But the thing is, this is where the opportunity will stop right there in its tracks. Because I think the government, I think there's some sort of corruption going on behind the scenes. Yeah, because if global yeah. warming's real, which there are a lot of political people out there that do say it is true and it yep. is it is real, but they're always having this issue. I don't know what this issue is, but they're always saying that there's an issue of how to transition to a green and more eco-friendly and sustainable society. What is this issue? Yeah, I think just tax those that just tax those industries, those products, those services that are causing detriment and harm to our country, to our state, to our city, and support those that aren't. Or if anything, trying to restore Earth back to what it used to be, or if you believe climate change is real, then support those that have reversing effects. Yeah, that's right. Because there are a lot of things that have reversing effects. Mm -hmm. But what is this issue? What's stopping them punishing, well, not punishing, but giving more incentives to people to go into an eco-friendly way? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, that's that's a great question as well. Do you think there's corruption? Oh, I think there is. Do you reckon that these coal mining yeah, industry, example, uh, companies um, and you know those that are in the fuel industry, automotive industry that are relying upon fossil fuels... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I was ...are giving a bit of uh, you know black money into the table. Well, you know, electric cars were were invented a long time ago and just didn't just couldn't seem to crack you know the market um i think yeah i I agree i think a lot of the industries uh manipulate governments um and obviously try to you know keep their products on the market they don't uh, motor vehicles you know or petrol operated diesel operated there's a lot of money in oil um for one there's a lot of money in oil which I mean, if you if you wiped off all the um, cars on the road that run on petrol and diesel, well, you know, there's going to be a lot of unhappy people. There if the we sort of still need oil, though, like for the lube. <laughs> like, obviously, the lubricant for the engines. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, what no, you not for, for electrics, no, no. I think electric-powered uh, vehicles don't require that. I'm not an expert, but I don't think... Oh, they don't uh, require lube? Well, maybe some different kind of lubrications. Yeah. Um... <laughs> bit of olive oil yeah well some of that Delicious. but that, that's a perfect example yeah well why why haven't electric cars you know taken quickly, over like imagine cars 
used olive oil as like lube. So instead of a dipstick, you just get like a nice French stick and yeah. like dunk it in and like eat it and like suss it out. Bit of balsamic with it after too, maybe. Don't be silly. <laughs> it's a bit too far. But yeah, now nah, look, that's interesting. I think that, I don't know what that issue is, but I think there's more at play than what we know. Yeah. They're, they're obviously not revealing everything. Yeah. And either it is some conspiracy and just something just to distract us while we're just, you know, ants on this bloody planet, just numbers in a system, and we're just, you know, we're gears, we're cogs and gears. Yeah, that's, in, in this that's big, true. We, I don't think we will in this know. Big machine. No, that's right. Do you think they just do these certain things to distract us from what it really is the big issue out there? Yeah, I think sometimes they do. Um, so it could be this. This could be a massive fabrication. Oh, it could be. I don't know if they fabricate the, the I don't stats, think it is. the data. Oh, oh, just, you're just coming up with the theory. Yeah, I'm just oh, throwing right. it out there. Oh, okay. Yep. Usually when something hits my head, I like to blur it out. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, it's got me to I don't know. Yeah, I, like I said, I think, you know, the, there's, there's a lot of facts behind um, global warming. Um, but going back to the bushfire scenario, I don't think it's as, as much a factor as as what they're um you know telling us that it is in the media and um and a lot of people just jump on the bandwagon to get behind it and and you know blame something we always want to blame something as you know as humans something goes wrong you always want to point the finger somewhere um otherwise you know if if you don't know that's when i think the public will be even more worried because you know we don't even know if, if they if the government comes out with a the media comes out and says we're not sure how this occurred well i mean it's going to be more worrying than if they knew how it occurred and what they can prevent to oh sorry what they can do to prevent it in the future so i believe with this greenhouse effect obviously we're having warmer temperatures in the last few decades yeah right proven yep yep which is proven Mm -hmm. which is therefore having that causation effect of some of our terrain here in australia and i'm sure in other parts of the world as well but Obviously, I'm not from there. I'm from here. So, I can only comment about Australia. From the land down under. The land down under. That's right. And with these hotter temperatures, things are starting to dry out. Therefore, you're creating more bush and scrub and all that sort of stuff, which is fuel to the fire. And could that be an indirect cause for these bushfires? Could climate change cause our landscape to be drier, therefore more susceptible to fires, hence a real contributing, key contributing factor to these bushfires. All right, not the start of, because as you said, a potential lightning bolt, an electrical fault, uh, a, human. a stupid arsonist. Yeah, yeah. Like what goes, I don't know what goes through their head, but yeah, absolute anything idiots. like that, yeah. Um, absolute filth. Mm. But yeah, so not the start, but a contributor. I think, yeah, I think as a contributor, but as I said, not not a not a massive contributor. Obviously, yeah, like you said, dry scrub um, it won't help the situation. So it, it does obviously affect it. But I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to say whether it's the main the main factor as to why they spread so far. But what about no? Like we've had drought as well in Australia. Oh yeah, some yeah. droughts have gone on for years. Yeah, but again, without any noticeable and or material amounts of rain for even a record to you know even register yeah well that's true yeah some parts uh, you know in in uh, 
country regions in Australia haven't had, uh, still haven't had rain for a couple of years, well, decent amount of rain for a couple of years. Um, but again, we don't know if that, that happened, you know, a, a thousand years ago. I, I don't know. We don't know if it happened 2,000 that, years ago. That's the ultimate I, question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know. If we had uh, stats to show, you know, drought, um, drought stats and rainfall and whatever from, you know, 2000 years ago well okay we can we can draw conclusions but it's it's very difficult without that data so i've heard a scientist say that we've obviously got records for the last 150 200 years of temperatures right Mm -hmm. of the mercury but now they're starting to discover technologies and and methods to determine what temperatures were not specifically but what they could have been whether it was really hot mild or really cool through observing specific ice glaciers. Yeah, I don't know. That's bullshit, I reckon. I don't know. Uh, Load of crap? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't believe it. I'm not buying it. They're not telling us. They, they can't work out what the cause of you know global warming is, let alone tell me what the temperature was in 500 BC. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty far-fetched. So just to put it in perspective for you guys, basically when you cut a tree in half, a bit really big, thick, girthy tree in half and as you cut it and then you look at it you can see circles like an onion there's mm-hmm. layers yes yeah. and that's sort of a, a t- determination of how old that tree could be so if there's like a hundred rings yeah yeah, yeah. it's yep. roughly a hundred years old mm-hmm. I give or take say 10 years right but it is a determining factor of how old that tree potentially could be yeah yeah so they've actually applied this logic i know it it seems very simplistic but they've applied this logic with the glaciers Mm -hmm. so certain glaciers do form and 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 create other glaciers are sort of multiplying and expanding and getting bigger um some are melting off but anyway for those that are getting bigger they've identified they've taken sample tests and portions of glaciers and the same thing actually happens just like a tree they are like an onion they keep for like those that are multiplying they make you cry oh sorry did you grow up <laughs> well you we wear glasses when you take those samples so you yeah, don't cry, that's but yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> that's a good one they don't make you cry but what i'm about to tell you might so they actually form layers and upon those layers they have a specific signature and what these scientists are saying that they're trying to find a pattern on what signature it represents so for example the one year that it was really warm there was like a maybe an indentation in that specific layer whereas if it was really cold it was just froze over the top real smoothly just like the previous layer before it Mm. So they're coming up with these sort of assumptions and guesstimates of what the temperature could have been back then. But I think it's, I think it's really far-fetched. Yeah, it's it's, it's out there. I'm just, theory, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, but yeah. it's out there. Yeah, well, a lot of things are out there. But um, that really does sound like it was, it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm not going to get too involved in those uh, kind of conversations. I don't know. I'm not a science, scientist. You sound like a mad scientist yourself. Uh, today terry i don't know where you're getting these theories from but nah it's good to explore those options but uh, those uh, theories sorry but I, I don't know how much uh, you'd read into them just on a side note on a slight tangent with the stock market 
these economists, they're always talking about trends, right? Now you say we've only got 150 years worth of data, data, or say 200 years, because I think there, yeah, there's some, than, yep. in some parts of the world, it extends up to yeah, 200 yeah, years, definitely, yep. right? So we can only go off the information that we've got. So let's just say that's all we've got and we, mm. we'll go with that. Then, yeah, as I'm talking about the economists looking at trends and momentums and all that sort of stuff, just speaking about trends, the 20th warmest years on record all occurred in the past 22 years. Did you know that? Uh, oh, so I out did. of the 150 years, like or that. say that 200 years worth of records that we got, mm-hmm. the 20 warmest years on record all occurred in the past 22 years. Yeah, oh, it's interesting. So but again, yeah, how about you, that for a trend, mate? Well, that's definitely a trend, but you're looking, that's like looking at the last you know, 24 hours on the stock market. It doesn't give you a picture of how it's performed for, you know, or since its inception, mm. um, since it was listed, since the IPO was uh, introduced to the market, it doesn't show you that because if I just gave you a chart and then just cut it in, you know, not even a, a third or a quarter or an eighth, if I cut it and you can barely see anything on the chart, how are you going to draw conclusions with, with that with that information? Do you reckon just the pollies should just, you know, put their feet up and just chill out and just be like, let's give it another three, four hundred years and see if global warming really is true. Yeah, I think... Or should we just continue this, I'm guessing you call it industrial revolution to sort of promote these more eco-friendly, green, sustainable products and services that are being offered currently? Yeah, I think we should still promote it. But I mean, I don't think it should be, um, you know, sort of hammered into everyone's head that you can't, you know, drive your... uh, uh, HK Monaro because uh, it, uh, it you know emits too much smoke and uh, sometimes rubber. Also. What's a HK Monaro for our listeners? Oh, it's a prime vehicle that uh, HK Monaro. If you're an Australian, you know exactly what they are. Um, mm. Yeah, you shouldn't be told not to not to drive that. I mean, I think a lot of people enjoy uh, a nice rumbly V8. I don't know about yourself, but I definitely do. Um, and I mean, you can't compare that to a Tesla. I mean, a Tesla, yeah, they got they're, they're quick, they're very quick. I cars. think there's nothing better than listening to absolute silence and a potential whistling away of a really silent, <laughs> inaudible Tesla. Mm. Just you know, just like nothing. Swift yeah. on that yep. highway, and I think the rubber friction between the tires and the bitumen makes more noise than the car itself yeah well that's about right no it's pretty soothing they are that it's it's going to be the way of the future no doubt it's going to happen um but i yeah i don't think we we should you know sort of force it down everyone's throat um we should just let it happen and and uh obviously try you know do our best to to promote um green energy and and to reduce emissions and that but at the same time, we are, I, like you said before, I think we should just sort of let it roll and, and see how the, um, the trend goes. Yeah, exactly. And so at the same time, we've got these, these issues. But then if we look at, say, the world's top emitters of carbon dioxide and all that sort of stuff, the, the, the world's biggest polluters, China and the USA top the charts. Like those two combined, or just China combined destroys the US, Europe, India, and Russia. Mm-hmm. China pollutes more than US, Europe, India, and Russia on its own. Yeah. Yeah, it's not surprising. Can't even I guess. fathom that. 
Well, yeah, the population, well, yeah, oh, I, I guess, can, but is, the population maybe is... Maybe you can't. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It makes, it, may, it, it makes sense, yeah. That as your population grows, your emissions wow. are going to grow. Wow, that's, a, that's an amazing uh, bar graph. Europe. There. Thank you. Yeah, Europe, yeah, well, as I said, the population... Like some big countries what, in Europe, of like China we've got is, Andorra, yeah. Luxembourg. <laughs> yeah, to name a few. San Marino. Yeah, Um the population of China at the moment, well, you know, under two billion or one point something billion. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's a huge population. Oh, and, the, and the the industry over there, it, it's phenomenal. Oh like yeah, every second thing's made in China. Yes, it used to right. be nearly everything made yeah, in China, yeah. but yeah. obviously the, you've got some other contributors being Indonesia, Thailand, India, yep. but China still top of the food chain in regards to that that's right well maybe you know they should be more accountable for their emissions yeah going on those stats it's pretty it's pretty amazing uh or well, not amazing in a good way but yeah in a bad way i would say so australia's not even in the top 10 right but yeah. yet we're probably more conscious and more focused about it than these other guys exactly yeah why is that why aren't the bigger polluters taking a bigger stance that's right yeah they should be they, they definitely should be i, I don't think they take, take it as serious um, as a lot of the other countries. See, China, if there really was global warming or climate change, if it was real, and if it did exist, then honestly, they'd know because they've got ridiculous amounts of technology, like the Huawei phone, mm-hmm. right, for example. Yep. The Google Play Store got rid of them because they had some sort of device in there that was tracking people's you know, every movement. It was a data collection facility. So they, they're creating these technologies to just basically spy on the world. Yeah, right? that's right. Why, yeah. why are they focusing all their energy and resources on these ridiculous things for like world supremacy? Well, I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe could, they know more than us. Yeah, so maybe they do know more than yeah. us. So maybe that they've looked into this before and said, nah, it's, 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 a, not, it's yeah. a lot of shit. Maybe. I don't but know. then thinking about this on the other side of the coin... How can you allow your citizens of your country to live in the smog and polluted cities that they do? Mm, yep, yeah. Half the country bloody wears masks because yep. the air quality is poor. Yeah, that's That right. can't be good for procreation. No, that's right. That's why we don't want it to get to that stage in Australia, which I don't think it will because our population is pretty small compared to China anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's why we should try to preserve what we have. I think, you know, our... Um, environment that we live in here is probably you know one of the best in the world Um, well from what i can gather and what i've heard through my various sources basically climate change has a major effect on our lives yep but then specifically it could cause you know fresh water shortages with droughts Mm -hmm. so which is quite common here in australia yes yeah um could dramatically alter our ability to produce food so if it's really hot temperatures yeah, how are we yeah. going to grow our fruits and vegetables because mm-hmm. they'll burn yeah true you true. try and stand out in the sun on a 46 degree day mate nah no thanks you go red like a tomato <laughs> how do you think tomatoes no are going to survive yeah well I'm not sure um cattle you want a nice you know rump steak mm-hmm. cooked medium yeah I wouldn't mind one right now actually. Mm, salt great. and pepper yeah definitely you need a bit of that what kind of sauce Oh, I reckon just without a sauce is fine. Yeah, if, if the steak's beef, good, yeah, you, don't you don't need a sauce. Nah, nah. Oh, I agree with that, yeah. <laughs> How are those cows going to survive out there? Yeah, that's true, yeah, yeah. 
it's, it's no and doubt. Then it's, a, it's we it's have these thing. other extremes that we get in this country as well with floods, storms, heat waves, all this other crap that goes on. Yeah, yep. Just a mixed bag of weather. Yeah, well, chopping and changing. We just can't adapt. If we always had it hot here, we would have. We do have the technology to then start making genetically modified fruit and vegetable varieties. Mm-hmm. We can. We've also that. actually genetically modified a cattle variety yeah, called yeah. the Drought Master. Yeah, right. It's actually a breed of cattle okay. that is um, accustomed. That is. Comfort, comfortable in drought-stricken areas. Yeah, it can withstand high temperatures. It's unreal. With yeah. The, yeah, a lack of water. Yeah. So we, we, we've made those changes. But the thing is, we need to know what we're dealing with. Where if it keeps changing all the time, buddy hell, like, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, well, that's that's the country we live in, I think. The, um, it, it, we're in, we've had an increase in the frequency of extreme weather events. Yeah. Oh, well, as, yeah, as I and said, you can't we, link any single event to global warming. It's just too complicated to link it. Exactly, exactly. But where, where do we go? Well, that's I don't know if that's an answer that we can provide to the the public. I don't know. We have to wait, you know, see what our world leaders can provide us with. And and us as humans, how can we? How are we tolerating this? Like, how, how's this going to set up future generations? Well, that's right. We don't know. I think it's just one of the unknown, the great unknowns of, of the world. Um, we can do our best to obviously, you know, reduce our, our impact. But I think as the population of the earth grows, I mean, there's there's not much you can do about it, to be honest. You, you can try, but the, um, the, the population of the earth just... Uh, I mean, it's going to keep growing. There's no doubt about that. So, is that sustainable? Well, I'm not sure. Because everyone uh, everyone pollutes. That's right. I, if you're going to be, if you're going to break it down, yeah, to the simple effects. As soon as you like are born, yeah. you, you're a pollutant. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, you exactly. fart. Yeah, yeah. Like going to the shops for a packet of chips. Yeah, How yeah. are those chips made? Yeah, that's right. They're from a potato grown yeah. in the ground, planted via a tractor that emits emissions. Harvested oh, by right. tractor emits emissions, goes to the factory, gets cleaned to their emissions. Yeah. Energy needs is it's for all of that. That yep. packet of chips. Yeah, exactly. And all of that. It's a question. Uh, question we can maybe you know leave the listeners with. What can we do? Uh, does anyone have an answer out there? Oh, I, I don't know. Well, we can make the change, but is that going to fix anything? Imagine it doesn't right. fix anything. Yeah. That's right. And you know, right now, all right, the population's increasing. But we're probably more green now than we've ever been. Oh, no doubt. And yet, for example, where both Sam and I are from, we've experienced two record temperatures in one calendar year. We yeah. experience, so where we're from, we've never ever had it where it's reached greater than 45 degrees. And we've had two 46 degrees Celsius days in 12 months. Yep. Crazy. So not only have we broken the record, but we've had the record broken twice in a mm. year. Yeah, well, that's right. You just don't, you don't read about it, do you? Well, no, you don't have to when you live in that area, but other people might read about it. Do you even read? Oh, every now and then. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting topic, but I think we can, you know, talk so, yeah, about we're, it. So yeah, we're more we're, green we're, than we've ever have been. Yeah. And yet still we're getting these ridiculous weather events. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We're yep. getting these 
in air quotes, global warming effects. There is climate change, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what to believe. I'll have my opinions. And I believe... Uh, I believe it does exist. There, there is some sort of global warming. But, as you said, not enough records. Yep. I think, really, we're part of a greater cycle. Yeah, that's right. Can we manipulate weather? Do you reckon, do you reckon we're, it's possible that that can happen? Do you reckon we have the technology out there that they're hiding from us, the government? Yeah, we might. Yeah, we might. That we could dictate weather conditions. Do you reckon that's possible? Uh, I think it, it's possible. I don't know. I honestly cannot answer the question, but whether I think the technology is there or not, I, I think there's, there's some kind of uh, technology there that we could probably use to manipulate um, weather, but I, I don't know. We're going to have to wait, I think, a, a few more years to see if... That's actually... Definitely uh, not in our lifetime, though. Uh, Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. If we're lucky, maybe towards the end. Um, You know, life expectancy might increase to 150. Then we might see it, but I I don't think so. Mm. Apparently, we're the last or the first generation to be immortal. Mm. Keen on that? Nah, no. You want to die? Yeah, well, I mean... Jeez, it's a bit dark. Depends how quality of life is once you get to the uh, top end of the, the scale. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's about all we've got to say, I think, on the matter. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. And just basically being serious on the bushfires. They are devastating and we feel for those that have lost their houses, family members or, you know, loved ones. So it's, it's quite devastating. Do what you can help out. Just be careful in regards to donations because there's a few idiots out there yeah. that, that'll take your money, no worries, and it's what they do with it is a whole other matter. But I think sometimes it's not about the money. No, go no. out. Like if you've got a spare Saturday, go out and give someone a hand. That's right. That's sometimes Because now some people without a house, they've got to pick up the pieces. That's right, yeah. Yep. Um, give them some food. Mm. Cook them a meal. Go yep. to their their remains and help help, clean help them up. clean up. Yeah, that's right. Provide yep. some accommodation. Yeah, yeah, yep. So you don't have to physically give money to a charity no, no. and think you're doing well. Helps. All right, you get the tax deduction out of it, but I mean, it's not all about you know maximizing your refund. No, you can't always be an accountant. Yeah. So they're they're crooks too, <laughs> those accountants. But just go out and give a helping hand. It's not hard. No, and it's good to see. Uh, that a lot of people have donated and and try to make a difference and um, even celebrities you know a lot of them have dug deep in their pockets um, so we can't you know we can't complain on that on that front we've we've had a lot of support or the, sorry the Australians that have been in these bushfires have had a lot of support um, which is great because and it's they good that it. we're like one big team when these sort of events happen that's right it's unfortunate yeah. that we need these events to happen to bring each other mm. closer together and 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 move forward but i think it, it's really it just shows the character of australian people yeah that we yep. all support each other yep. and we can get behind each other yeah help and get around each out. other yeah that's right and yeah it's good to see and we just hope that it doesn't happen again and for all those out there that know the real causes and effects of how that could have happened make this a bloody lesson learned that's right spot on all right let's learn let's move on and let's prevent from this from happening ever again. Exactly. On that note, we're done. <laughs>